Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. C plus C equals to C. That's the title of my message. C plus C equals to C. A. You see, if you read your Bible, the Bible, and you don't see Christ, you haven't read it. If you read the Bible, so those people say, oh, the Bible, ask them, did you see Christ? No, what well, Christ? It's just, oh, you haven't read it. Don't bother wasting your energy with them. They haven't read it. If you read the Bible and you don't see Christ, say, you haven't read it. You have read some text, but it's not God's word you have read. Oh, it's interesting when I was talking. Today, I, I'm happy that praise team sang this song, Jesus is the center. This whole thing is about Jesus. Yes. The C is Jesus. God gave us Jesus. Christ, okay? Christ. And so all, everything God can do for us is in Christ. Without that Christ, forget it. God can help you. So for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So Christ. But not just that. But Christ came, but we are messy. We have a problem. So he said, okay, let me bring the cross. So Christ plus the cross. And then do you know what you get? Church. Christ plus the cross is church. That's what all Christianity, godliness is about. If you take out one, that's a problem. If you take out the cross, you have messed the equation up. It can't work. Because it takes the cross for us to become what we have to be in God. And it, if you take out the church, you have messed up everything because God's greatest program is for the church. What do I mean? Okay, let me explain. Not for church building, but for the body of Christ, you and I. The reason why Christ came to die is because of the church, according to Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25. He came to die because of the church. He says that, husband, love your wife, just as Christ loved what? What? And what did he do for? Giving. Why did he die? For the church. Christ didn't die for you, died for the church. Mm. That's a very interesting one. It is his cross applied to your life that makes you qualified to be part of the church. It is not membership card. So those of you who are busy collecting membership cards, confirmation certificates, baptismal certificates, it doesn't guarantee your involvement, your part being part of the church. And he said, I am coming back for the, he's coming back for the church. If you are not part of the church, you aren't going anywhere. That's a very interesting point, isn't it? Yeah. He said, oh, in fact, Ephesians, when you read down, um, 25, 20, 26, 27, he said that, spot without wrinkle, but holy and blameless. Go to the next verse, 28. So husband ought to love your wives. Okay, when you read down, he says that he's coming for a glorious church. He presented him, so he can present himself as a glorious church. So Christ is not coming for Christians. 
So those of you who are so busy talking about, you Christian, you have done this. You Christian, you have done this. You Christian, you have done it. You call yourself a Christian. Oh, come on, give me a break. God is, Christ is interested in the church, not Christians. Mm, this is a bit confusing now. What are you saying? I'm saying that, what I'm saying is that the panoramic view of God is the church, not you. You are not that important. There's the church. If you fight against the church, you are fighting against God. He, he met Paul. He said, Saul, Acts chapter 9, verse 5 down. Saul, Saul, verse 3 down. Why do you persecute me? He said, Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? He said, I am Christ, whom thou persecuted. Ah, but I'm not at you. Bible said from verse 1, Acts chapter 9, verse 1. This Paul was doing havoc against the church. Breathing threats and measures against the disciples of the Lord, which is the church, went to the high priest, collected authority, chasing them, harassing them, harassing them. And one day he got permission to go to Damascus to go and persecute them. On his way to Damascus, he saw a light at midday. What is midday? The sun is brightest at midday. But he said he saw a light which was brighter than the sun. The brightest light on earth is the sun. But I submit to you, there's a light brighter than the sun. He said, I saw a sun brighter than the sun. I, 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 I saw a light brighter than the sun. When he was giving his account in Acts chapter 20, 26, he said it there. And he fell. And then he heard a voice. Soul, soul, why persecuted thou me? Yeah. I don't know why people make their voice so deep when they want to talk for God. Soul, soul, why persecuted thou me? It's a big God. So it's okay. I hear you. No, it's my way. Soul, soul. You know what Saul says? Soul says, who are you? Who are you? Who art thou? No, that's better. Who art thou? And the Lord said, I am Jesus. <laughs> Whom thou persecutest. <laughs> then he added this. He added it. Who thou persecutest? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. Do you know the pricks? The pricks is like our goats. Okay, goats. It's like, it's like spikes. And they put it around, maybe sometimes around the fence, or those days when a horse is going somewhere, so that the horse can't turn this way when it, it pricks him. And you are kicking against the pricks or the ghost. No, you are hurting yourself. <laughs> Jesus said, So, so, it is difficult for you to kick against the pricks. You are hurting yourself by fighting against the church. Hey, sister. Don't do it. You pay with your health. You pay with your marriage. You pay with your children. Check history. Anyone who fought against church, paid with his job or his health, or paid with his family, or paid with your children, your life, your life. It does God because he died for the church. But church people are very funny. You are one of the funniest ones. <laughs> If you don't realize you have a problem, you really have a problem. Because I ain't all that good. Mm-hmm. The one sitting beside you, in spite of their lipstick and their makeup, it's just a makeup. We are all in presentation mode. Huh. But a lot of problems. You follow them home, you'll be shocked. 
but they are in church. No, that's okay, that's okay. Because God is working with the church. You join, you'll be fine. Bible says that, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Not in They were all, when they were there, all. He came for the church. So every one part of the church, it is an all-inclusive mission. If you get yourself busy picking on individuals, you are wasting your time. Wow. It's a difficult thing to kick against the goats. He said, I'll build my church. I'm about to say something. Oh, I'm happy about what I'm about to say. It's a big privilege to be part of a church. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the lost people don't know. They didn't know we have such fun in Christ. Which nightclub can you go and have such fun? All right, let, let me say something. CCC. C plus equals to C. So it takes the cross to actualize the church. That's why I've been saying the pastors, you know, before he went to the cross, he said, listen, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Mm. It was church he was talking about. Mm. In my father's house. What's the house of God? Church. He went in John chapter 2. Uh, he, saw, he went to the temple. He says that he took the whip, whipping them. He said, why have you made my father's house the den of thieves? My house shall be. So the house of God is not heaven. He's talking about something on earth. And he said, I'm going to, I'm going. He didn't say I'm going to heaven. John chapter 14, verse 2. He did never say I'm going to heaven. He said, I'm going to prepare a place. When I finish, I'll come. He said, I'm going to prepare a place for you, then I'll come. See? And then he said, in my father's house. He didn't say in heaven. Okay? In my father, there are, in my father's house, there are many mansions. That word mansion is not right translation. Because how can mansion be in house? Yeah. Mansions in a house. Oh, come on. There are rooms in a house, but not mansions in a house. So in my father's house, there are many dwelling places, many rooms, many abodes, dwelling where God lives. God in, lives inside us. In this church, there are many dwellings for God. Yeah. But we, if he hadn't gone to the cross, there's no way the church would have been possible. Wow. When I was teaching on Hebrews, I, I was studying Hebrews, I found, out, I found some things in Hebrews. Well, by the way, we read Acts chapter 5. Verse 31. Very interesting text I found that. That Jesus Christ, look, it says that, let's all read. Is it okay for us to read it together? Let's go, let's go loud. He has called exalted with his right hand to be a prince ah, and a savior. To be what? A prince and a savior. The Jesus who was crucified, God has exalted to be a prince and a savior. The word prince is the same word translated captain, leader. Um, 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 captain, leader, forerunner, ruler. He's been lifted. So before that, he wasn't in that position. See, don't get stuck on the cross. Jesus is not on the cross. He's on the throne. After the cross is the throne, and we are in the throne life. We are in the throne. So, watch this. Peter, when he called Peter, what did he say? Come, follow me, and I'll make you fishers. Follow me. No, we didn't say we should follow him. He said, come, you are seated with me in heavenly place. That's a different, two different things. Wow. Yeah. So don't think Peter Dems had a, had a better. We are in a better position. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 6 says that we are seated. He raised that together with him. Seated us together in heavenly. We are seated with him. Why? Where is he? He's seated in heavenly places. So we are blessed. Amen. Seated in heavenly places. So this heavenly Jesus, Bible says that he... Um, God uh, uh, made him prince, 
prince and savior. After the cross, that's when he's able to save us. And look at Acts chapter 2, verse 36. You like this one. So he's prince and savior after the resurrection. And not just that, guess what? He's Lord and Christ after the resurrection. He says that, therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made the same Jesus, the one you crucified, the same Jesus whom ye crucified, both Lord and Christ. When after the crucifixion, he entered into an office. He didn't stay away. He didn't stay on the cross. And please, give me a break from that Jesus in the manger. He's left there a long time ago. <laughs> Jesus in the manger. You're wasting your time. He le- even he's not on the cross, let alone the manger. They've kept him in the manger. They've kept him in the manger, kept him in the manger, kept him in the manger for a very long time. <laughs> on the throne, say it's on the throne. That's why we have been singing. Worthy is the Lamb seated on the throne. He said, and in the midst of the throne, and the four and twenty elders, and the four living creatures, Revelation chapter four and chapter five, particularly chapter five, he said, I saw one like I saw uh, uh, one like the Lamb which has just been slain. But the, when I was weeping, because there's no one who was worthy to take the scrolls and break it, Revelation chapter 4, the angel said, weep not, O John, don't weep, for the lion of the tribe Hallelujah. of Judah has prevailed. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed. And so then I looked, I was waiting for the lion, then I see a lamb hey. on the throne, in the midst of the throne, wow. a lamb. A lamb, as it has just been slain. John the Baptist saw him. He said, behold the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. John chapter 1 verse 29. He takes away the sins of the world. So there was a lamb, there is a lamb for your sins. Don't stay in your sins. Don't let the devil bully you because you've done this, you've done this. And so what he too is even worse. God has not got time for what you have done. He has made provision to, to take care of it. So he said, come home, come home, come home. Don't stay in your sin. Church is not about, hey, don't have sex. Don't do this. No, that's not church, oh. No, 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 that's not church. Don't, don't, don't watch porn. Don't have sex. Don't have a boyfriend. Don't have a girlfriend. Don't do this. That's religion. That's religion. And actually, the crux of my message was taking you to Colossians chapter 2. Where he says that don't let anybody trouble your philosophy and all those things. That, that, all what matters in Colossians chapter 3. He says that every all that matters is Christ and him crucified. Yeah. He said there is neither. I think Colossians chapter put it 3 verse 11. Let me see if that's the one I'm actually looking for. There is neither Greek nor Jew. Eh? Circumcision or uns- do you know circumcision like those people who have rights with God, the Jews, they are circumcised. The other ones who are uncircumcised, they don't have relation with God. They are the circumcision. <laughs> and barbarian villager, someone who is Scythian. Find out later. <laughs> <laughs> Bound like you are a slave, not free. 
But what matters in the church? Christ is I don't hear. What matters in the church? Christ is No, read everything. Let what matters in the church? Christ is and you, oh, One more time. the church. That's the, so instead of me looking for what you have done wrong, I should be believing God to see Christ in you. Yeah. That's church. Bro, that's church. That's church. I don't know what you've done in the past, but for your, to your amazement, others have done worse things. And if God was striking people, he would have striked some people before you. So Give yourself a break from all the mess in your past and embrace this Jesus thing. Embrace Christ. In Hebrews, we saw him to be the appointed heir of all things, the anointed one of God. We saw him in Hebrews to be the captain of our salvation. We saw him, him in Hebrews to be our help, our instant helper. We saw him in Hebrews to be the, the apostle sent from God. We saw him in Hebrews to be our high priest. In Hebrews, he's revealed as the son of God. He's revealed as the son of man. He's revealed as God. He's revealed as man. He's revealed as the mediator of the new covenant. He's revealed as the surety of the new testament. He's revealed as the executor of the new testament. He's revealed as our forerunner. He's revealed as the minister in the two tabernacles. He's revealed in Hebrews as the author and the finisher of our faith. Shout hallelujah. He's revealed as the great shepherd of the sheep. Revelations of Jesus. The ascended Jesus, not the one on the cross. He's left the cross because the Bible said God has exalted. Yes. Yes. We are in church because of Jesus. Yes. Not because of your shoe. No. Thank you if you came because of Father's Day. Thank you for coming. But there's a bigger assignment. Bigger assignment. I found out in Colossians that there are other descriptions of Christ. Even more strong or stronger, intense. Colossians chapter 1, verse 14 tells us that in him we have redemption through the blood. Okay. Jesus. Let's all read. Is it okay to read it together from the screen? Yes. Are you ready, somebody? Yes. Is that okay? Let's read it. Let's go. In you we have redemption through the blood. <laughs> 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 what? I don't hear you. Even what? <laughs> In Christ Jesus. So those who are holding you to ransom, ransom based on your sins, they are late. Oh, they are late. They are late. Why? Because my sins are forgiven. Shout yes. That's Christianity. He has made us able ministers of the New Testament. Is for our sufficiency. Second Corinthians chapter three verse five. He said, "Our sufficiency is of God. Our sufficiency is of God. Our sufficiency is of God." 
2 Corinthians 3, 5. Who has made us? Our sufficiency is not of ourselves to think anything of Pastor David. God forbid. It is God who gives me the grace to stand here. I am not qualified and I can't quote scriptures if God hadn't given me that sufficiency. No, none of us to claim anything to ourselves. None of us. What? He said, you are the evidence of my calling. It's there. I don't need letters from somewhere. You are the letters. The evidence of the, the fact that God has called me. Did you hear the testimonies over there? That someone said, my life has changed. I mean, testimonies, amazing things God is doing here. But please, may I submit to you, I'll be stupid to be taking the honor. Let me readdress it. It goes to the Father. Because my sufficiency. Watch this. Verse 6. Who has made us able ministers of the New Testament? He has made us able. If anybody is able to preach the gospel of Christ, it is God who is behind it. Pastor, he has made us able ministers. From this time forward, Paul said, let no one trouble me. For I bear my body the marks of Christ. Let no one trouble me. Oh, Pastor, oh, how did you go there? Oh, you, you are so anointed. Please, I understand what you say. And you, should, you, should, you shouldn't worry about that. But I have to be wise enough and humble enough to know me. It is God who has made us able ministers of the New Testament. First Corinthians chapter, chapter 4, verse 7. It says that we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Yes, yes, yes. That the excellence, 2 Corinthians, that the excellence may be of, the, of God, of the glory may be to God. It's no man. It's no man. So what am I trying to say, my darling? That God actually can do it with you. Can you do me a favor? Look at someone and tell the person, I think he's talking about you. This is not, this stage is not for showmanship. It's for revealing of Christ. If we stand here and we fail to demonstrate and reveal Christ, we have failed. And it's just, we are just like politicians. Politicians. We don't have anything to give you. Then we begin to reduce, uh, oh, you know, uh, we begin to preach social message and politics. Because we don't have any Christ to reveal. We are Christians, so. In case you don't know who you are, the company you have come to, you are falling among Christians who believe God's will. Full of the Holy Ghost. We are excited about Jesus. And we are unapologetic about that. Full of love for people. And we love you the way you are. Even if you have problems, that's no problem. We still love you. Hallelujah. Bible says that study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman that needs not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of God. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 15. If you don't approve yourself unto God, you begin to try and impress people. Finish prayer, going to around people, ask, asking them, what do you think about the preaching? What do you think about what, my prayer? No one will slap you. Why? I have a question. C plus C. 
Some of you, your, your, master, master, your master teacher was really suffering. I said, C plus C. It was C. Where C? First C means. <laughs> Where's the first C means? Second C means. I can't believe I couldn't just preach my message. All right, let me finish this thing. Verse 14 talks about in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. Verse 15, are you, sure? are you ready for this? I had about eight or nine I wanted to show you about Christ, but time is not on my side. But let me give you only the verse 15, then I'll give you the last, which is not really so much about Christ. It's about Christ, but who we are in Christ. All right, so the, the, verse 15, Colossians 1.15, what does it say? What does it say about Christ? Did you see that? Jesus is the image of the God you cannot see. Not just that, he is the firstborn of every creature. Time will not permit me to break it down. He is the image. That's why I told them, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. The firstborn. Firstborn. He's before all things. And him, him does all things consist. So that in all things, he must have the preeminence. Preeminence. Your eminence, Christ. That's why in church, he must have the preeminence. Church, Christ must have a, Not the praise and worship leader. Not the musician. Not the preacher. Not the... Whatever, the bishop, prophet, the pastor, God, what, what are the titles? God's servant, God's bishop, God's uncle. Apostle. In the church, Christ might have the preeminence. Some of you haven't realized this. That in Ephesians chapter 3, when he says he's able to do unto a, a city, he doesn't start, just start by saying he's, he's able. When you read, it starts with unto him. Yeah. It's an address. It's an address. Okay? It's not an entitlement. It's an address. So, unto him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can think or ask or think of, according to his power that works in us. Watch this. Watch this. Most of us, that's where we stop because he's able to do. It's not, a, it's not a, a something to claim. It's just telling you, we are addressing this God. The things you are able to claim, he who does it. Watch, look at the next verse. Unto him be the glory in the church. Oh, Christ Jesus. Church is about God. You are wearing Louis, Louis Vuitton and so what? Is your Louis Vuitton able to heal you? Um, what again do people wear? Primark and so what? So unto him be glory in the church. Now watch, watch. Let me finish this, please. In Colossians chapter 2 verse 9, what he says about Christ is very heavy. He says, in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead. The Godhead is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Anytime you come across Godhead, it doesn't mean the head of God. It means God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Bible says that when Jesus was walking, so okay, God the Father, God the Son, 
God the Holy Spirit. When Jesus was on earth, in him dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So it's not only Jesus standing. When you see him, God the Father, God the Son, the, the, the full, not the partiality, the fullness of the Godhead bodily dwells in him. So when, like, let's say I'm Christ on earth and you are watching me, it's not me you are dealing with. You are dealing with the God, the Father, God, the Son. His, his name in Hebrew is Yahweh. The self-existent God, the self-contained God. The uncreated creator. Before everything he was. He said, when, when Moses, he said, Moses, Moses said, when I go, who should I say? He said, tell them I am. I can't describe my, I just am. So when they are coming to, coming to our Jesus in John chapter 9, 19, when they came, John chapter 18, when they came to Gethsemane, he didn't go there to pray for information. Read John very well. The Bible says he went, he prayed, but his main reason was not to go and pray. His main reason was to go and hand himself to his betrayer. Because they came, they said, they're coming to look for him. And he said, who are you looking for? They said, Jesus of Nazareth. He said, I am. No, I am he. King James translated, I am he, but he said, I am. He mentioned the ineffable name of God, the Yahweh, I am. As soon as I said, I am, what happened? The soldiers, they went and fell. Wow. Then they came back. They said, who are you looking for? I said, I, I said, I am. They fell again. Now they are in trouble. We have been sent to come and arrest this man. Now we can't because when he speaks, God shows up. God, the, 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 the triune God, he was the embodiment. So they couldn't arrest him. So what he did, he said, put your sword back. He handed himself in. Just take me, because for this reason was I born. Mm. This is the Jesus we are talking about. Hey, did you see the next verse? I'm surprised you didn't peep. <laughs> you didn't notice the next verse. You were so enraptured by the enormity and grandeur and the glory-filled text in the verse 9, you escaped. You couldn't go further to peep in what was in verse 10. That's where you come in. Watch this verse 10 of Colossians chapter 2. And what? Let's start from verse 9. Colossians chapter 2 verse 9. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Watch this. Watch this. Let's go over. And you are and you are complete in him. That's where you come in. Tell someone, listen, I'm complete. I'm complete. Hey. Young, beautiful ladies who are not married. Marriage doesn't complete you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that. What completes you? I'm complete in Christ. It's not your makeup. It's not your breakup. It's not your certificate. It's not your salary. It's not your address. It's not your connections. It's not your legs. It's not your accent. But the what completes you is your in being in Christ. Shall I am complete in Him. 
Some of you are not saying, I said, Son, I am completing him. And he's the, you know what? He's the head of principalities. The head of all principality and power. <laughs> You're complete, such a one. He's the head of all principality and power. And you are walking on the streets of London feeling sorry for yourself. The devil is a liar. From today, when you walk, walk chest out. Doesn't matter what you don't have. Why? Because you are completing him. Because you are completing him. Are, they, they are telling you, but you don't have a job. It doesn't matter. I'm still completing him. You don't have a house. Yes, I'm still completing him. You are not married yet. Yes, I'm still completing him. You have a court case. Yes, I'm still completing him. You are, you are useless. Yes, I'm still completing him. I'm completing him. Amen. Did you receive something at all? Yes. Oh, why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? What's, what's today's message title? Sin, sin, what's today's title? Sin, sin, Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.